baby what the hell yeah yeah so weird my yeah because it's like you know you don't see anyone for what, how many months has it been since like march been in lockdown pretty much like you know more or less mm. and this whole time i've been pregnant <laughs> yeah and it's it's really exciting because I remember I don't I really don't know when I saw you last to be honest, and um, I remember you asking me like how's it going because um, you wanted you wanted a baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we were me and John had been talking about it for a while. So yeah, um, yeah. I was just looking at your profile on Instagram the other day, and then because Instagram's annoying in a way that. Uh, if you don't um, engage with like an account, you don't tend to see them anymore. Yeah, but I yeah, see yeah. your account pop up here and there because you do post here and there, and I, and I always like your photos and stuff. Um, and I decided to go into your profile, and then I saw one that says you're do uh, a mini min pin. I'm like, oh my gosh, she's doing stuff. <laughs> That's amazing. And then I reread it. I'm like, oh my gosh, she had a baby. <laughs> So I was so excited for you and congratulations again. Um, so your little boy is Jem? Yeah, yeah. Jem is that with a J. J. Is that short for Jeremy or is it just Jem? Uh, it's just Jem. Mm-hmm. Very cute. Yeah. Did you know you were having a boy? Yeah, yeah. Like uh, we did the um, percept test. So I found out at yeah. 10, 10 weeks, I think. Yeah. yeah, as soon as I could. I was just like, yeah, let's find out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Are you happy? Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That was a it's... stupid question. Like, of course. <laughs> no, but I mean, if I wasn't happy, that would be fine too. I mean, yeah. you know, uh, but no, everything is, uh, he is what I thought he would be. That's so yeah. cute. So you've always wanted a child. I mean, I mean, not always, but you know, mm-hmm. uh, you know, when you're a kid or when you're young and you imagine it, I guess. Yeah. It's kind of surreal. I don't know if you felt that when you had Akira, but that, you know, the kind of surrealness of it finally happening when you've thought about it for ages or. Yeah. Yeah. Akira was a, a pleasant surprise baby. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> she wasn't, she wasn't entirely a surprise. Like we were, I don't, like I never understand how someone could go, okay, we're having a baby and we're trying for a baby only oh, because so- I oh. can't, I can't make big decisions ever. Yeah. So so for someone to go, yes, we're having a baby and we're trying for a baby that to me, that's like, wow, you're, you're an adult. (laughs) Like, yeah, you know what you want and you're getting it, you know? Yeah. 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 So Mm. she was like a a real accident with, but you were obviously using contraception, right? No. Oh, oh, there you go. Well, that's what happens. <laughs> exactly. When someone pulls out of the parking lot a bit too slow, this is what happens. Yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> <laughs> so gross. Um, no, but it, it was a really nice surprise. Like we were talking about it and we we're just like, look, whatever happens, you know, happens. And oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. I and mean, I guess, that's, I guess that is what, you know, if you're not actively, I mean, I guess it's the difference between just, boning any time and (laughs) boning at certain times of the month, you know, is when when you're actively trying. It's called making love. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Anyway, (laughs) so intimate. Um, Yeah. So how is it? How old is Gem now? Six weeks? 
Yeah, yep, yep. It's just six and a bit weeks, so yeah, still real young. Mm-hmm. Um, yep, it's all still and new. And yeah. what's he like? Um, kind of changing. Um, I guess it's part of your questions and things, but you know, just like what did you expect and what was what didn't you expect? I I, I would kind of like the control freak that I am, I'm like, oh, this is, you know, it's been a few weeks and this is kind of how he is and how the routine is. But now it's like, oh, every day is different at every, you know, oh, now that's changing. And so yeah. obviously there isn't a routine because he's a newborn, but just mm-hmm. like even his personality is like, uh, we were like, oh, he's really calm <laughs> and yeah. chewed out. And now yeah. it's like, oh, no, he's not. <laughs> yeah. When I was talking to you about getting you to record the other week, um, I was just like, yeah, let me know um, what time good for you when he naps and stuff. And you were like, oh, he sleeps all the time. And I'm like, wow, uh, that's I mean, awesome. He, yeah, so Akira didn't sleep that much as a newborn or? Um, she, as, as long as she has my nipple in her mouth, she's happy, which is a lot of the time. Um, if, even now? Oh, now she's much better. Yeah, it, oh, okay. so so it took her took her two years to sleep properly what what's your definition of sleeping properly um well uh, i would say sleeping properly is for me is like sleeping through the night or waking up maybe once or twice which is what she does um she used to be a horrible sleeper she used to wake up maybe upwards to 10 times a night Oh my god! Are you kidding? <laughs> no, I wish I, wow, I wish I was. Terrible. Yeah, but I got used to it. Like, there's not much you can do. You yeah, just kind of yeah. just roll with it. Yeah. Um. And you were you uh, were you co-sleeping or like how did you even yep. do that? Uh, we we still she still sleeps with us in the middle of yep. the bed, um, and I kind of like it. Like I like cuddling to her, you know, cuddling up to her and. Um, it's really nice, and um, so she's just waking up to feed. She, I don't feed her during the night anymore. I stop that. I think just before she turns two, and as soon as I kind of stop that, that's when she was sleeping through. Oh, so she was waking up a bit. She was waking up a bit and asking for milk, and sometimes she still does. Um, but it took about two weeks for her to figure out, okay, she's not getting milk anymore during the night. And, and just to sleep through. Yeah. Yeah. Like she'll, she'll stir and she'll wake up and she'll sit up and she'll ask for water and she, um, things like that. But yeah. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Wow. I, she's, she's still so big. <laughs> yeah. She's, um, she's a little getting to be a little lady now. It's crazy. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, gosh, yeah. So it's it, it's obviously like the last time I saw her would have been. I can't I can't remember the last time I saw her. So it's, it's it's so crazy to think how big she is now. And yeah, it, time flies. It grow it goes by so quickly. It's so crazy. I don't. I can't believe it. Mm. It's good, but at the same time, when I see her photos of when she was small, I was like, I can't believe you were that small and especially when when they were a newborn you know like that you were just so in awe of them like like you were in my tummy how could you fit (laughs) it's crazy Um, I kind of felt that way about Jim when he came out to be honest yeah how how big he was when he came out Mm -hmm. I was like wow I thought he'd be smaller 
Because hmm. he, I don't know, I just couldn't believe it. Cause, yeah. Because that's so weird that, that, he, that, you know, this big thing was in your tummy. Exactly. Um, yeah, yeah. How big was he when he uh, came um, out? I think I think he's pretty average, like mm-hmm. th- three and a half kilos. Oh, yeah. He had a, he's got a, a big, a, a bigger than average head. <laughs> uh, uh, but. Yeah, I don't know. I just imagine newborns being real tiny, and he yeah. just looked like like a baby, yeah, like a regular sized baby. Yeah, <laughs> he you yeah. gave birth to a three month old. <laughs> yeah, but I'm small, and mm. you know, John, Jono's mm. not. You know, I mean, he's tall, but he's not big. Mm-hmm. So anyway, I I don't know what I was expecting. <laughs> um, we need to tell everyone what you do and who you are. Oh. Do I say that or do you? You, you, you tell us. <laughs> uh, I'm Penny Ferguson. Mm-hmm. I am a, a craft and illustration-based designer mm. in, in Melbourne, originally from Perth, and I run the label Minpin. Is that good? Yes, that's perfect. Uh, how long have you been doing that for? Uh, since, I mean, I officially started Minpin in 2013. Mm-hmm. 2013 mm-hmm. been doing that ever since um as a as a small business but I've you know been working at illustration since forever and I've, and I studied it at uni so mm-hmm. um uh so kind of been doing pro illustrative projects for other people and myself yeah since 2009 I guess yeah oh right yeah. so straight out of uni pretty much Oh yeah, but like low key stuff, like yeah, you know, not um, yeah, just stuff for friends or mm-hmm. whatever. I wasn't working at an agency or anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, um, but yeah, just kind of like doing different things. I did an internship at a little design school in Melbourne, um, and yeah, just knew I didn't really want to work for an agency, so yeah. kind of. Working for myself was the only answer and I kind of was just feeling around in the dark for a few years until I started Minpin and then I mm. kind of snowballed from there. Yeah. And you do ceramics as well. Yes. And jewellery, but they're kind of like, I kind of see them as like extensions of the illustrations. Yes. Not like, I'm doing like specialise. Yeah. never in those things I'm, I'm a, <laughs> you know, I don't, I, I don't know about you, but I've never taken a ceramics class. No, uh, I just, yeah, just kind of like I did workshops and stuff. Okay. Yeah. I still didn't even do that. I was just like, mm. yeah, just playing around really. Um, it's also nice to just see what you're capable of as well, you know, just learn self-taught and oh, just yeah, see like, how you it's, go. It's like starting out, you know, when you've, you know, illustration and painting has been, you know, been – you do that since you're a kid and it's the mm. same kind of um, uh, you st- you approach every time, mm. kind of. Um, but when you approach something new, a new medium, it's, it's you know, exciting and you kind of, it's like a fresh slate mm-hmm. to make things so you don't have the same wiring that you do. Yeah. Yeah, usually, so. Yeah. Yeah, so having just fun with that, with them. Um, yeah, uh, kind of taking the illustration stuff that I do into those um, mediums. Mm-hmm. Um, and how how is your pregnancy with Jem 
it was pretty good. It was complication free. Mm-hmm. So there were no like medical issues or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it kind of, uh, what can I say? It was pretty smooth sailing mm-hmm. and it, it was, it felt very, like I look back now and it felt like it went really quickly, but at the time it felt like I was pregnant forever. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I, you know, I got a bit of morning sickness. Yeah. Uh, just like gagging kind oh, of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Horrible. Uh, yeah, and then uh, I was, you know, nervous the whole way through, obviously, mm-hmm. uh, and apprehensive about it uh, with what would come. But, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I, f- I felt like, uh, yeah, not really, you know, any big aches and pains or anything. Um, I had a bad reaction to the glucose test that you did for gestational diabetes yeah and I passed out in the pathology place nothing to do with having diabetes it was just I didn't my body didn't like the glucose yeah um so that that was the kind of weirdest thing were you by yourself yeah (laughs) but the the ladies at the pathology place were so nice so Mm -hmm. I was not really um I felt very safe in their hands yeah yes kind of recuperating through the process yeah Um, and uh uh the only other thing is i got carpal tunnel pretty bad oh same you did oh yes and 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 that i couldn't and made sleeping really hard because it was like my hands were on fire yeah when i I slept yeah because i couldn't bend my elbows when i slept oh no mine was um mine was in the mornings I would wake up and then I felt like, oh, you know what? I don't, I don't remember what it felt like anymore, but there were lots of tingling, like. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It was very, it was in my fingers, in my wrists, especially on my right hand. And it made, it made working quite difficult. Yes. I could barely paint because it was like during the day, because I'd have to hold my hand up, you know, to do it. And then it would just, um, yeah horrible yeah Yeah, and that was weird and I did not expect that at all like Mm. no one I had talked to about pregnancy or anything before friends or family had ever Mm -hmm. brought that up so I was like what is this am I am I dying (laughs) yeah and then you know finding out that it's just bog normal so yeah there were so many things that we weren't told about um that happened and it's just like well this is pregnancy yeah, and the heartburn as well. I got that oh, like, quite a bit. Yeah, yeah. With eating, eating, I don't know, kind of went on and off, but like eating big pizzas and then, oh. <laughs> you know, or a big meal, a big rich meal, and then yeah, mine, but, mine came on, uh, especially if I eat something spicy. Oh, yeah, I don't mm. eat spicy food, so <laughs> oh, but yeah, I would imagine that would be. Uh, as a tummy acidic kind mm-hmm. of aggravating. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, it was horrible. Yeah, but but other than that, like, I'm tr- I feel hashtag blessed or whatever. <laughs> you know, really quite fine, no complaints. Like, I would do it again. It wasn't a traumatic experience. It was, you know, apart from those things, it was fine. Ah, that's good. Yeah, that's so that's so good. Thing? No, well, I had a heartburn, which one night I woke up 
like I had to really sit up quickly because I was I woke up vomiting bile, which oh. was gross. I did it in my mouth, and then that was that. And um, I had the carpal tunnel thing on my wrist, on my hands, and then um, I had lots of hip pains, like horrible hip pains. Mm. Um, okay. And in yeah. and in the end, just because we're sharing so much in this episode, in the end, I had um, really painful butt grapes. Oh, <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Because of the pressure. Like I actually, I didn't know what was going on. I didn't know what was wrong with me. I was like, this is not right. Um, I woke up and Dan gave me a hug and I was like, don't touch me. I'm in pain. And he touched, all he touched was my hip. And I was in that much pain. I couldn't do anything. And Dan's like, you need, maybe you need to go to the hospital. And so I went. And then I had this really loud emergency doctor who took a look. And I described to the nurse, you know, when you go in and you tell the nurse what's wrong so they could kind of um, prioritise you? Yes. Uh, She goes, what's wrong? And I said, look, I can only describe this as a butt blowout. I don't know what's going on. (laughs) (laughs) I'm in a lot of pain. unnerving. (laughs) I'm reassuring. (laughs) I'm in a lot of pain. Help me. And she took my – I got – I got – put through straight away because my heart rate was really it was really high oh, shit. and they were worried about that okay. and I'm like I'm, I'm in a lot of pain and she goes are you anxious I'm like I don't know how I'm feeling right now I'm just not feeling good so they yeah. put me through and then yeah they're and then the doctor goes Oh, that's a, that's a really big hemorrhoid. And you know how when you're in the ER and you're separated from everyone else by a sheet of curtain? Yes, yes. Yeah. yeah. I was just like, kill me now because... <laughs> everyone <laughs> you, heard. Yeah, everyone heard. And he was this loud, big doctor. And I was just like, so, <laughs> okay, <laughs> what can you do for me? And he goes, nothing, absolutely nothing. You just need to wait it out. You need to give birth. And I was sick of hearing that. I was sick of hearing that everything will go back to normal when the baby comes. And you just have to live with this. How yeah. far along were you there when this I, happened? I had six weeks to go. Oh. And I said to him, so I'm going to be feeling this way for the, for the next six weeks. And he goes, unfortunately, yeah, I'm sorry. I'll give you a cream. I'm like, thanks. Give me that fucking cream. Wow. Um, yeah, I guess no one talks about butt grapes. No, no. <laughs> yeah, I had heard of that and that's like, um, yeah, that sounds terrible. Yeah. And, and to be in so much pain as well, like, was it, and that was, you said it was a hip as well or was it just everything combined? It was, it was just my hip as well. Yeah. That was some nerves or something, my physio. I saw a physio oh. every week and, yeah, Um and another funny story uh, as well that when we went for our weekly checkup by then, um, the midwife was like, your heart rate is really high and so yeah. is your baby's. Um, oh, no, and this was mean, yeah. after the ER um, visit. And so I'm like, yeah, I'm in pain from my hip and my butt. Um, I'm not having a good time. And she goes, we, we need to get you to go downstairs to the emergency section for the um, pregnant woman because you need to be seen because of your heart rate. Um, we waited for ages and then the doctor came to have a look at my butt again and she's like, oh, this is nothing. I'm like, are you serious? Um, she goes, there's a grape and a pea. 
I've seen worse. I've seen like a golf ball, and I was like, Are you "Kidding me? Is that that's, is that like a prolapse? Like what? I don't that's know, but like I was un- super uncomfortable, and that's just to put it mildly, with a grape and a, a pee. But Jesus, having I can't even imagine what it would be like to have a golf ball where yeah. you're not meant to have a golf ball. And is that, is that supposed to go away on its own after the birth? Like, That's oh. what everyone said. But um, I actually, mine was worse because of the pushing. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. And then I had to have surgery because I was, I was like, I can't, I can't live like this. Yeah, of course not. Mm-hmm. It's, it sounds like a not hygienic as well or it was more for me purely um apart from the pain like after the birth um the pain's still there for me as well purely it was I was self-conscious I was very aware of what's going on down there and it made me felt really unattractive yeah fair enough yeah and it was uh, it's quite vain actually but it made my self-confidence just dropped. And I know no one's going to see it apart from Dan, but, like, I didn't even want Dan to see me. Yeah, Do you know what course. I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, of course. Yeah, it's like it's one thing to say, oh, it's so human to go through that and it's all normal, but at the same time it's, yeah, it's, of course, it feels embarrassing and weird. Yeah, and, like yeah. give me my normal butt back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, I feel like we're talking about me a lot and I'm sorry. Um, We need to go back to me talking about you. So your cat, you have one cat? Yes, Bobo. Bobo. And how is Bobo with um, Jem? Um, He's pretty good. Mm -hmm. Uh, He was like weird at first Mm -hmm. and like skulked. When he brought him home, Bobo was skulking around and looking at him and then was like oh yeah and then ran off and then was like that for a few weeks and then now he's just kind of coming up and he sniffs him and he's curious and when when Jem's crying Bobo comes and has a curious look like what's that making that noise oh. and then he's like oh yeah um but then that's it not really yeah uh, yeah oh and then when I, I brought Jem close to Bobo once a couple of weeks ago as well, and Bobo hissed at him. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. So not happy but not, not, you know. He, right now he's just whatever. Yeah, yeah. But I'm, they'll be best friends in no time, I'm sure. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Akira is obsessed with Bones, oh, but no. Bones just tolerates her. Yeah. He's just like if, she make, if she's too loud, he runs away. If she cries, like he'll have his aeroplane ears, you know, when they go a bit flat and he's like, (laughs) and he'll figure out whether or not he wants to put up with this um, or he'll run away. But like he'll go up to her for a cuddle sometimes, but then he'll get, you know, too much attention and then he'll kind of regret it. (laughs) Yeah. Or like uncertain of what the hands are going to do. Yeah. Yeah. But she's like, tail, and then she'll, like, tug on it, gentle, but still no one, I'm sure. It's like, you know, you, don't, you wouldn't like someone pull your hair. Um, and then she figures that if she pets him a lot or she runs her fingers through his fur, his fur just kind of come out. So oh, he's no. just like, ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> 
that's yeah. so sweet. Yeah, we um, had my um this time last year my sister and her husband came to live with us um because uh, they were moving from Scotland back to Australia and mm-hmm. back to Melbourne and um so they've got two kids and uh I think Frankie then was two and a half and mm-hmm. Bobo was yeah not happy at all with the situation and they had a cat as well that was living uh-huh. with us and so it was just all this new and yeah it wasn't a, a, a slow like introduction to a a child it was a mm-hmm. yeah this is a, uh <laughs> all very new all at once yeah how old were the kids uh yeah frankie was about two and a half and august was about four and a half yeah you're on maternity leave until december so you're not doing any work right now um, Jono is working for Minpin, so oh. I've got mm. him because he's, he's not working because he's, he works in, uh, events, which are not, okay. yeah. so he doesn't have a job at the moment. Uh, so he's working for Minpin, so it's good. We get to keep the business going. Um, That's good. but, uh, obviously no income for me. So he's just yeah. doing all of that. Um, and I am, yeah, on leave till December. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's nice, but we would, you know, working from home, it would be home anyway, but yeah, uh, it's, yeah, it's a lot to be, uh, and I guess, you know, they say that you'd be at home with a newborn a lot anyway as well. So, you know, being, uh, having this isolation times is not that crazy, but it is in terms of like, we haven't seen I've seen one friend who lives in my 5k mm-hmm. so Gem has only been held by one other person besides mm-hmm. me and Jono so my friends and family my mum was supposed to come from Perth for the birth and everything it's her first grandchild and she yeah. can't and I'm not complaining like I yeah. completely believe that isolation is the right thing to do but you, I'm just like pissed at the the situation I guess as is of everyone course. because it's a fucking awful mm-hmm. so tell us about the birth Gem's yeah, birth sure. Yep. Do you want me to start from the beginning? <laughs> yeah, start from wherever you like. Or the, the beginning's fine, yeah. And how, and how graphic do I get? Oh, as much as you want to share. Look, we've shared heaps already today. Might as well go all out. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'll see how we go. Yeah. Um, so he was due on the 20th of August. Mm-hmm. And I... Yeah, not had any complications or anything, blood pressure fine, yada, yada. Uh, my sister did have preeclampsia two months early with August. Mm-hmm. So um, I was kind of hyper aware of that being something that could happen because it, you know, can be genetic or who knows. Um, so I was keeping my eye out for that. Um, uh, but everything was fine. Um, and then I think one morning... The morning of the 9th of August, I woke mm-hmm. up with, like, just a lot of, water, you know, liquid yeah. coming out, watery liquid. I was like, hmm, that's not just, like, discharge, that's watery. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I called the midwife at my local hospital and I just went public. Um, mm-hmm. So it was whoever answered. And they were like, hmm, you know, let us give us another call in an hour, see what, see what else is coming out. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so I did and I started spotting blood. <laughs> so I was like, mm, okay, it's, it's, it's 10 days early. Um, but you know, 
these things happen. Babies come mm-hmm. a little bit early, so mm-hmm. it's probably just things are starting and happening. Mm-hmm. Um, and all the th- and also the thing is that I didn't because of COVID. There was no birthing classes or anything, so all the stuff I saw was just online, which oh, okay. probably wasn't. You know, it was although the hospital and the midwives did give links and stuff. I was more like self guided, just YouTube holes. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so I went in. So that yeah, the midwife was like, "Come in, we'll give you a test." It's probably just you know, the beginning of um, labor. Um, so I went in and she did like all this, like whatever tests they do. And it turns out my waters had broken and mm-hmm. I was like, oh, okay. And I kind of wasn't expecting it. I was kind of like, oh, it's just the very early beginnings. But she was like, no, this is, it's, things are going to happen now. Cool. Um, so uh, they, because... I mean, I don't know what happened in yours. I haven't listened to your, your episode. Uh, excuse um, me? I, I haven't listened to any because I was like, when I saw that you had the podcast come out, it was while I was pregnant. I was like, I was too scared yeah, yeah. to listen to other stories because any kind of trauma stories I didn't want to hear, even yeah. if they were good stories, I was like, I didn't want that information in my head at the time because I'm, you know, an anxious person. Totally um, fair. So, uh, yeah, they... They booked me in for, they booked my room for the next day, like 24 hours and Hmm. said, if you're not in like labor by then, we'll have to induce you. Like if you're not in a certain amount of like, you know, contractions and dilation, whatever. And I was like, oh, okay. Um, And I knew that being induced was not as fun and, you know, potentially more painful Mm -hmm. than a natural, you know, kind of a organic birth. Mm -hmm. So I was a bit nervous about that um to say that I started like shaking (laughs) like and I couldn't stop shaking I started just getting really nervous um and like I mean I don't know who you've talked to but you uh, know that when they told me that when your waters break it's if you don't go into birth uh, natural kind of labor there's more uh, a high likelihood of infection and stuff which is why they have to induce you I don't know if you knew that or not yeah 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 so I yeah um, I was like, yeah, okay. So I went home with Jono and had a big like lunch and kind of mentally prepared, called, you know, family and friends and stuff and told them what was going on. And kind of, I had this feeling that, uh, as someone that gets panic attacks and stuff, mm. I was like, I felt like I was getting, uh, I'd had an appointment the next day to get my arm cut off. And I was going to have to go through the pain of getting my arm cut off. And all my friends and family would be, list, you know, be around and like, oh, how's the, you know, how's the going? Yeah. You know what I mean? I was like, yeah. I was just kind of mentally preparing for that pain. Because but before it was all like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's birth is coming, whatever. Um, yeah. And uh, I didn't really have a birth plan. Because mm-hmm. uh, like you said, with you not having any big life decisions, I'm kind of, you, you know, not wanting to make anything big. I was, you, I, I didn't really have any agenda for anything. Uh, I, you know, I was like, ah, oh, hopefully it'll be a natural birth, but if it's not, that's fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm open to painkillers because I don't have a good pain tolerance. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. And, and, and quick to, I was like, oh, do they give out like opioids or you know, calming <laughs> things like what, what what are the days when they give you heroin like <laughs> yeah just just 
I was more worried about my panic and yes, yeah. and because yeah, and so that having that booked in for a time mm-hmm. was weird. I thought, okay. um, yeah. So I, uh, yeah, was kind of shaking and um, couldn't sleep the night before. Went uh, when I woke up. So it was early the next day that we had to go in. So we had to get to the hospital at seven. And mm. by then I, I definitely, I was like um, having very, very mild, mild contractions. Like, you know, really like I knew something was happening, like the very beginnings of a period, but nothing crazy. And yeah. they were like, yeah, we'll still have to induce you. And there was yeah, mm. blood and stuff. Um, mm. So that happened at around nine and in the morning, uh, and then we just sat around for ages and until it kind of ramped up. And then as the pain kind of ramped up, I all the kind of half-assed planning that me and Jono did, like the massages he would give me and, you know, those kind of words yeah. of relief, pain, I was yeah. like, all went out the window. And yeah. it was, um, Jem was spine to spine, oh. but um, head down, like as it should be. Um, and... Uh, but I told that would like be more like back pain, but it was all at the front mm. and it felt, it felt, I get bad period pain anyway. And it just, you know, it felt like that, but for, for yeah, but like, uh, on acid, like <laughs> just, you know, nuts. And, um, yeah, I've just, I should have done more preparing, I think, or I know, and I, 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 you know, know all my like anxiety meditation, things that you go through, but I swear it just all went out the window and I couldn't think straight. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And they gave me gas mm-hmm. and I threw up straight away oh. and kind of my banana smoothie went everywhere. No. Wait, and, like literally? Or, oh, well, all, all over the bed and... You, I mean, you had banana smoothie or you're calling your vomit banana smoothie? Oh, no. I had a banana smoothie. Okay, just, cool. It, it, was my, it was my breakfast, you know, to, before yeah. I got there. I love banana smoothie just up yeah. to just now. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> uh, had, had muesli in it as well. Oh, um, chunks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, so I know and because my sister had said that she, she'd, her birth, her second birth was um, purely gas was good enough for her pain relief. So I was mm-hmm. kind of like betting on that and it was not nowhere near enough. So I think, I think by maybe 12 or one o'clock around midday, I was like, get me the epidural now. Mm-hmm. So they came in and did that. And it was incredible. Like after that, I was, um, felt great mm-hmm. and, uh, 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 happy to, I, you know, topping it up as much as I could. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think every 15 minutes you can press the button and top it up again. And I was doing that because I could feel the contractions come back. And yeah, I guess I, I didn't, I couldn't, yeah, I couldn't, I couldn't stand it. I don't yeah. know how anyone does it. Yeah. I, I just, I just couldn't. I was like, I was going into like a, like a feverish state where yeah. I was having, wearing like, um, I was imagining a movie, this like horror movie, like wouldn't I was like imagining this horror movie where the bad guy, like mm. the uh, Mike Myers or whatever, was contractions, and that as soon as they go away, 
you know, because they come in waves. It's, they go away and you're fine, but then it'll always come back. Yeah. And there was this, I was like, oh my God, that's a brilliant idea for a movie. Yeah. Not, not, not knowing how like ridiculous that is. But I was just imagining <laughs> the worst monster in the world that just kept coming back and coming back worse and worse. Yeah. Once you, you, once you think you're out of the woods. Um, so yeah, that happened. Um, and then, so we're kind of going along and then I think that the, the, I remember the midwives were saying that the, I wasn't dilating very quickly at all, yeah. or, not, or you know, as I should be considering yeah. how much they were giving me um, for the, the, the uh, to be induced. Yeah. Um, and then Jono went for a walk and to get something to eat. And yeah. that's, that's when I started, I started bleeding. And like, apparently there was like lots of blood and the midwives were worried and I was like, okay. And so the baby's heart rate was fine and mine was fine and blood pressure was fine. So everyone was, you know, we were all like, which was good. But I really started, when they said that, I started panicking again. And, um, you know, as much as I could, I could feel him coming down. Okay. Uh, uh, you know, with the pressure and everything, even through mm. the epidural and um, kind of, yeah, started com- kind of really got shaky again when I couldn't stop shaking and everyone mm. was like, you know, are you okay? Is this something medical? And I was like, no, I'm just really nervous. Mm. Uh, uh, because, you know, I just freaking out and not knowing what's going to happen. Am I going to be okay? Is he going to be okay? What's going on? Why is there blood? And mm-hmm. the, the midwives are really good about it and really calm and, you know, just saying exactly what's going on. This is, you know, not great, but you know, everything's fine. And, um, We'll just keep an eye on it. Yeah. Uh, and then I think it got to it got to about 7 o'clock at night and I still wasn't oh, – I can't remember. I think I was five centimetres dilated, still yeah. nowhere near where I should be and they were still worried about the blood. So that's when they came in with the doctor and the doctor was like um, sat down and kind of went through what was going on and, you know, the option of having a, a C-section um, – and he, he was like, we don't, he was, you know, feeling around in there. And he's like, I don't really like what I'm feeling. I'm feeling lots of swelling and, um, uh, yeah, things aren't, I, I, I emphasize that he was like a really good doctor. Like he was very calm and made me feel really safe and, um, uh, didn't push me in any direction either way. He was mm-hmm. like, we can do this if you want. Um, mm-hmm. Um, naturally, um, but it might not, it might not even happen naturally because we don't know really what's going on. Mm. Um, and so I think at that point I was like, let's get him out. So, uh, they just took me into the surgery, uh, theater mm. and, uh, he came out at 8.59. <laughs> at night. That night. Yeah. yeah that night. So, Ooh, uh, yeah. Yeah, I think I think back now and oh, and it turns out he was stuck. Oh, it, I was kind of relieved when they pulled took him out. The, I could even hear them say like, "Oh, he's, uh, you know, something about his head being in in some weird position that would mean he wouldn't be able to come through the pelvis or something like that." Mm-hmm. So it was an obstructed, mm. whatever. Uh, so I was kind of relief knowing that the decision I made was right. Either you yeah. know, either way, I mean, I don't want to like piss on anything, any, 
you know, any way that a baby comes out is perfectly yeah. fine. But, um, yeah. yeah, I uh, was happy that we made the right decision and that we, you know, if I was sitting around for another, you know, 10 hours going through the epidural and the dilating and slowly and um, that he wouldn't have come out naturally anyway. So, um, yeah. Yeah. That, so that was that. And it was um, even through the, the surgery, I felt, I think I calmed down knowing that, it, that you know, a decision had been made and something was happening mm-hmm. after kind of not knowing what was happening. And, uh, yeah, it uh, is, is still kind of a bit of a blur when I look back on it, to be honest. But yeah. as soon as I heard it, as soon as I heard him crying when he started, when he came out crying, it was yeah. Yeah, this massive relief. I was oh. Like, oh, thank God. <laughs> yeah, it's over. Yeah, all this unknown. Someone, they've cut my arm off and it's done. Yeah. <laughs> So what was Jono like um, during all this? He was as good as can be. Like um, my initially before all of this, I really wanted my sister there uh, as a kind of a calming presence. Yeah. You know, someone who'd had kids before, had gone through a C-section, had gone through a natural birth. um, And she, yeah, because of COVID wasn't allowed. So I was only allowed one person. Yeah. And obviously my mum wasn't there either, uh, and I really wanted her there. So, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, so, so having that kind of weight mm-hmm. given to him, um, he was really good with. And uh, uh, as someone who's kind of as awkward and nervous as me, mm. uh, did really well to make, you know, to do everything that I wanted and yeah. um, make me feel calm and yeah you know, be there with all the practical things as well as the emotional ones. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I couldn't have, he couldn't have done any better, I think. He was, you know, worried, you know, now looking back, he said he was really worried about seeing me in that much pain as most partners are, yeah, you know, yeah, just definitely. not wanting to see someone, you know, in the fetal position, tensed up and shaking. Mm. Um, but, uh, yeah, he, and, and got, you know, being there with me through the, the surgery and the C-section. Um, yeah, I couldn't, I couldn't have asked for anything better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's lovely. That's good. That's what you want. Yeah. And it's not like, yeah, you know, part of me is like, you know, that dumb guilt of I should have been calm. I should have been, you know, when everyone was like, you know, going through the contractions, I was like a tense really I couldn't I was like counting a count throughout the contraction like one to 20 or whatever mm-hmm. and just through the pain I couldn't yeah and like maybe some sort of earth mother presence like maybe my sister would have been been able to like get me into the right headspace to be able to get through them to yeah. not have an epidural but I don't think they would have. I don't think any would have, anyone would have been able to calm me down. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's um, it's not the calmest thing, giving birth. No, no. And, like, you know, I've got friends say that they, through all the, the contractions, they, they screamed at the top of their lungs. Yeah. And I was like, wow, I couldn't do that. I just went completely internal. Really? And yeah, just, uh, you know, clenched up really bad and... They were like, relax, relax, because that's going to help your body relax. Yeah. I was like, oh, God, oh, God. Mm. <laughs> you know, uh, yeah. I, what, what, were you, what were you like through the contractions? I was very loud. 
Oh, really? Like, yeah. I was very external. Okay. Yeah, I think I'm just like a you know, shy person. I don't know. Yeah. I, just, I couldn't be such, a, you know, I couldn't let my animal out. Oh, mine, mine was out, a stampede. Oh, that's great. <laughs> did, it, did you feel like it helped? Um, yes, in a way, I think. I had no control. I mm. couldn't even stop if I tried. Um, well, actually, no, that's a lie because I did stop because I kind of got told to stop screaming because I wasn't putting energy into pushing. I was putting energy into screaming. Um, yeah, but it wasn't, it wasn't easy. Um, yeah, your instinct just kind of take over. Yeah, but that's, yeah. But, yeah, so um, how long were you at the hospital for? Uh, so afterwards, um, yeah, like I was saying before, it was the height of COVID. the highest numbers. Yeah. And I was very aware of that. Um, so I was only in for – so I stayed that night and then the night after. Um, so that was enough to for them to do all the tests and, you know, I was not at a high risk of anything. The surgery was, like – textbook mm. um uh Jem came out fine he was also textbook in all normal ranges of everything they weren't worried about anything so they were like you can stay another night or you can um go, go home on Wednesday so I was like you know even though the, the hospital that I gave birth at wasn't a COVID hospital they were not taking any patients yeah um so I you know, it was more just seeing so many people and yeah, just being aware of that and yeah, yeah. I would have liked to have stayed longer if there was no COVID. I really enjoyed um, the convalescence. <laughs> I um, I enjoyed staying at the hospital too. Dan was hanging to go home to our bed, but I was just like, I'm enjoying the support. Yes. Uh, oh my god, I really, I really love that too. Yeah, not saying John, that John, Dan wasn't a bad support. I'm just saying I'm enjoying the extra support. Oh, the people that know exactly what's going on and <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, know mm-hmm. yeah. They're experts at yeah. at what you're supposed, you know, to do and breastfeeding and all of that. So Yeah. Um and Jono was only allowed to come what for two hours in the evening. So all the oh. partners weren't allowed to come during the day and everything. So it was, it was a little bit lonely as well. But, um, yeah, I, I really enjoyed the um, – and found all the midwives that came in and saw me and him to be such a uh, – it was like I – it was like a – I think it's just a heightened emotional experience as well, like what you've been through and the relief and the whole thing was just kind of – when I look back on it, it's like really magical. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. And, 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 and on top of that, I really, really – really like hospital food and I enjoyed <laughs> just being, you know, having a meal come in, you know, people just, people waiting on you really, you know, yeah. here's your pain, your painkillers and your food and you just relax here with this beautiful yeah. child. Yeah. And, you know, that was, that was really nice. So. Yeah. I enjoyed the yeah. food too. I had, I ate all of them. 
Yeah, yeah. And you get the little, um, the sweets as well. I love the little, you get like, you know, every hot meal comes with a little cream caramel or a chocolate mousse. Mine was three course. I had, so this was at the Mercy. So you, you get a drink, you get um, a little soup, an entree. Um, and then you get your meal and you have a sandwich or a bread roll and then you get so sweets. Uh, yep. Yep. And I ate all of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then I was like, this is going to come out somehow. I'll have to push another baby out. <laughs> and I slowed down. I was like, <laughs> oh, okay. but it was fine. It was, um, I recommend you ask for, I don't know if you did, but um, I recommend you ask for uh, what's it? The stool softener, whatever it's called. I can't remember anymore. A stool softener. Oh, I thought you said a stool softener. <laughs> some sort of like some sort of yoga. Like. <laughs> uh, yeah, a stool softener. Okay, mm-hmm. I, I didn't. I didn't find I had any constipation. Oh, you're lucky. That's good. Yeah. yeah. So I, I did have. I was like ravenously hungry though. So I was. Oh, all same. My food as well. yeah. And I, I, I just assumed that was something to do with recovery or the breast milk coming in or something. But yeah, mm. I just kind of ate and ate. Um, oh, I did have. I did have a lot of blood in my catheter. Oh. That was something that I was worried about, and I guess I was bleeding a lot because of the blood, obviously you bleed a lot after birth anyway, and they were worried about all the blood that was coming out before the birth. Um, and that was something I was worried about, but then it was all fine. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I f- completely forgot about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, but yeah, other, um, but yeah, eating's great. <laughs> yeah, eating's the best. And you, I was eating so much anyway after after birth, like while I was breastfeeding for the most part, I was just like hungry, 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 hungry. Yeah, yeah, but in a good way. It's like it's like I felt like it was like a, I was I I was, I mean I still am because I'm still, in, feeding know, feeding a newborn, um, mm-hmm. hungry for like really, nutritious, you know, full mealed, you know, nuts and whatever. Just yeah, sand sandwich full sandwiches and feeling good after eating, you know. Yeah, feels good. You know, you're hungry and you you know not just like eating lots and lots of junk food or anything yeah i was eating uh, yeah everything for me (laughs) (laughs) and healthy unhealthy give it to me get in my mouth yeah Yeah. but feeling good like not not over full or no yeah yeah guilty or whatever um yeah yeah um how is it going now are you healed yeah yep um so um, care for the C-section cut is was pretty low maintenance. Um, it all healed pretty good. It still feels weird. Mm. And every now and then, like, I'll move and it'll be, like, a little – it was, like, all weeks ago, like, when it was still healing, I would f- feel it kind of be sore and oh, yeah. it's kind of hot feeling. And um, I've never had surgery before so mm-hmm, with mm-hmm. anything, so I didn't really know what to expect. But it, uh, yeah, it felt – it feels fine now, like mm-hmm. nothing. Um, I'm seeing the doc- the GP next week, so she'll be checking all that out to make sure mm-hmm. it's healed properly, but I'm, hopefully it'll be fine. Um, yeah. Yeah, and obviously, you know, not having a vaginal birth, it was all 
you know, nothing got torn or anything. Mm-hmm. So yeah. there was nothing really to happen there besides the the, the blood loss that happens after. So. Yeah. Yeah. The only thing after that um, was hard was having my milk come in. So I, I don't know if there was, if, you know, I'm assuming that when you give a birth vaginally that there's a, you know, hormone, hormones are released to bring the milk on sooner or whatever. But um, mine took quite a... It wasn't coming in quick enough okay. for Jem. So he was losing weight because he was trying oh. so hard to bring it on. So that colostrum stuff was coming out, but not enough to make him put on weight. So right. he wasn't putting on the weight that he should. So I was put on like a schedule of pumping and like I had to uh, put uh, give him formula in this every once an hour, every three hours for a couple of days and that was really hard because that's you know a lot of your time is just pumping and, yeah um and and in a way that like you know you can't just get up you can't just wake up and feed breastfeed you have to get up go downstairs you know get the try and feed him with whatever mm. crap is you know <laughs> little bit is in your boobs and then mm. pump for half an hour and then formula and then by that time it's an hour hour and a half knowing that you have to get up in an hour and a half to do it all again Mm. was really sucky but it it worked they were like if you get because I was really keen on breastfeeding yeah that's this is what I want to do um yeah so they were like this is how you do it and um it it you know if I didn't do that he would have just exhausted himself from trying so hard and you know by the time my milk came in it wouldn't it would have been a, a not a great cycle so we got on the right tracks and it was only a few days I had to do that and then the milk came in and he was putting on weight normally so mm-hmm. I was like oh thank god um but yeah that was uh um I didn't expect that to happen to you know to, especially with the new born and uh coming home uh you know with this chaos uh kind of thing I was not expecting that on top of it yeah. um, t- to be so, like, uh, difficult. But Yeah, yeah. But the... really difficult because of the, the, the sleep deprivation, really. Yeah, so much of those. Yeah. <laughs> but it sounds like you're, um, you know, you're, you've kind of got a hang of it, you're getting there. It's all, it's like, the thing is like, it's new. You're figuring it out. He's figuring it out. Jono's figuring it out. It's just, you know, first time for everyone. Yeah. It's such an interesting way of putting it. And I feel like I, in the past six weeks, I've learned so much that I couldn't even really have been told beforehand, like, or read in a book. I feel like it's all just this weird intuitive stuff for like, responding to him, mm-hmm. you know, working it out with Jono, like our new roles. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's all just, it's been a big learning curve. Yeah. yeah. It's really, really kind of interesting. And, yeah. But a happy one as well. I was, yeah. Um, and, you know, with like, like mental health stuff, keeping like an eagle eye on mood and, you know, postnatal depression is so common. So mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I'll, I'll, you know, I'm I'm a high candidate for that, mm-hmm. um, and so far things have been really good. Yep. So I'm feeling grateful that, um, you know, mental health, you know, 
with even COVID and stuff has been positive. So um, I'm, yeah, I think having sleep deprivation and grumpiness uh, and all this newness is, can be so triggering. And I've, I've definitely felt an inner strength and kind of peace zen feeling and i'm like where is this coming from so i don't know if it's the, the hormones the you know or whatever the oxytocin or you know all the, all the worry or the relief is gone and i'm yeah, yeah feeling feeling so, so more good than i thought i would that's good <laughs> yeah 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 that's really good penny yeah yeah Mm. Yeah, but um, also know that if you do, you know, like baby blues are normal. But if you feel like yes, yeah, exactly. Yeah. If you feel like you, it's actually going a bit longer than it should, or whatever, you, you need to remember that there are help out there, and just don't um, hesitate to reach out. Oh, absolutely. Mm. Yeah, like I, I was, and I even just being so aware of like mood and um. I can tell when my mood gets, like, when I will need help. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, to kind of keep it a real close eye on it. I'm, yeah, it's, uh, yeah. it's it can, yeah, it can be really, well, I guess sometimes it can get away from you and you, you don't even realise, mm-hmm. you know, that when you um, uh, get to a place where you're like, oh, how did I get here? But, um Mm, yeah i'm yeah feeling good so far but i'm yeah. i'm yeah keeping an eye on it <laughs> yeah, good and yeah. just reach out if you want to talk yeah. or you want to vent about anything and yeah i yeah. i yeah just coming into i don't know if you read up on purple crying or purple yeah periods yeah yeah and i i didn't know anything about that mm-hmm. now have discovered it and i'm like oh like why is gem crying when everything's fine mm-hmm. and like, oh, it's normal. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just yeah. all these like little things that, um, yeah. Or how much breast milk is, you know, what's, yeah. Too much Googling is, is, is a thing. So much. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's definitely what's, a thing. What's, what's normal? What's normal? Is, mm. is he, is he getting enough to eat? Or, and uh, yeah, obviously going to the maternal health checkups and things like that is, gives you peace of mind. And, yeah. Knowing that the range of normal is very large, but yeah, I guess that's what happens with a first-time child. Exactly. It's just yeah, overthink everything. Yeah. Yeah. Is there anything else you'd like to talk about? Um. Well, you gave me all those questions, and hmm. I wrote answers to all of them. Yeah. So I thought this would be more rigid, but it's not. It's not. It's. <laughs> So I've, I've, um, I'll flick through what I wrote down. It, yeah. It's good to kind of go through that because it kind of brought, you know, the blur of everything kind of into the forefront of my mind about how I felt about anything. Yeah. Like looking back, I feel, I don't know if it was the painkillers, mm-hmm. like the epidural or whatever they give you for mm-hmm. the C-section. I felt like afterwards this really big wave of or if it's the oxytocin or whatever it is that you have you know you can have after birth I felt like this weird like happiness about the hospital and mm-hmm. because I live really close to the hospital they gave birth at we were kind of driving past 
the signs for it all the time. I'm like, wow, if only I could go back. Yeah. You know, wasn't it such a great time? Like even the whole, you know, before I gave birth and that, you know, that lovely period of being looked after. Yeah. I, felt, I was like, let's, let's do it again. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I've completely, you know, and the contractions are awful, but you know, I, I was like, oh, I can, it just felt this like absolute magic surrounding the hospital yeah. and everything to do with it. So when we go on our, you know, COVID isolation walks every day, I'm like, let's go past the hospital. Oh, that's really cute. <laughs> yeah. And just having this beautiful feeling about all the surgeons that were so nice and the doctors, I felt like this community feeling of, and the midwives and like they're all the people from the community and they were all so helpful. And it was this real euphoric romance that I feel like, I don't experience normally mm-hmm. day to day. Yeah. You know, it was, it was very unusual. You know, it's, it's, it's a huge life changing event. Mm-hmm. And that's, Definitely. That's, that's this kind of, you know, I didn't look back. I don't look back with trauma or, you know, which I very, very well could have. A lot of people do because it's a huge, you know, it's being in a hospital and, you know, being in the most pain you'll ever be in. But mm-hmm. yeah, it's uh yeah, this, it was. A, I was surprised at how that feeling, um, that um, post-birth feeling that I had, that's only just starting to go away now. <laughs> yeah, but, I can't yeah. wait to listen to your birth story. I'm going to go, now that it's done, I'm going to go back and listen to yep. all these yeah, episodes. And yeah. yeah, now, you know, now that I don't have that uh, apprehension, I'm mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. interested to hear other people's experiences. Mm-hmm. Um yeah it's fascinating and so different yeah every every story is different it's really interesting and I that's why I like doing this and um you know as well as catching up with um creative friends and makers and stuff um you get to hear these amazing stories of what they went through and how different it is to yeah to you know your own stories and stuff it's really it's really cool there's some good episodes in the podcast if I can say so myself yeah yeah no I'm, I'm looking forward to it the um, yeah. and that was your motivation is to like uh, really under you know hear about these differences or mm. just or just yeah. curiosity in more like being nosy like I just want to know <laughs> um yeah yeah yeah, yeah but I I am more um, inclined to listen to stories of people that I know or know of. Does that make sense? Yeah. So that's why I'm like, oh, it would be a good idea to, um, you know, start a podcast about um, creatives because I know quite a few. So for me, I'm like, okay, well, it's easy for me to start on because I can just talk to makers that I already know and go from there. Yes, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and it's been it's been good. Really interesting. Mm. It's mm. like you're building all this, like, information, a big backlog of information. Yeah, and I've dropped the ball a bit this year, definitely. It's been a year now since the podcast started, which Gosh, is – already. Yeah, it's gone by so quickly. Um, and this year has, you know, I can't have people come over – to interview obviously because of covid and then Mm. um so the mics has to be um sent over and i insisted on having microphone i just feel like the sounds 
better maybe but then there's always hiccups on everything because I'm not a professional and I'm like you know I don't drop an episode every two weeks when I said I would like last I was meant to drop one last week but then I re- I didn't realize that it was already Sunday until that night because all the days are just blurred into one and I was just like oh okay well I've dropped the balls that many times I'm like I don't think anyone expect anything from me anymore <laughs> yeah I mean that's yeah what what can you what can you do? It's, mm-hmm. uh, I feel like time is just going so fast. Mm-hmm. Like I, I was like, oh, I've got to water the plants in the house, and I was like, oh no, I only did it the other day, and I was like, no, that was weeks ago. Yeah, you know, it's, yeah. it's so strange. So thank you so much for um, getting on board and letting me interview you. It's really nice hearing your stories, and really nice to be talking to you again after all this time. I know. I, I really yeah. It'll be great when we can catch up face to face and definitely yeah and um, I'm looking forward to hearing your birth story I was I was aware of not wanting to ask you questions because <laughs> I know that you've wrote you don't want to repeat yourself 500 times when I'm sure the listeners already know your story but um yeah I'm looking forward to going in and listening and seeing what your your birth story mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and let me know what you think <laughs> oh yeah I'll give you um some notes yeah awesome thank you everyone for listening and um I'll see you in the two or three weeks time with new episodes as well thanks penny okay